All right, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. You are now listening to part two of the two part series, Men and Vulnerability. Hopefully you enjoyed the first part and this second part just concludes everything and wraps it all up for you. If you learned anything from this, definitely let me know. You can tweet me. You can DM me. You can comment on my IG or my Twitter. That's Jarrell GME. J-E-R-R-E-L-L-G-M-E. That's all one word. No underscore, no periods, no spaces. Tell a friend if you enjoy the show. And most importantly, hopefully you can grow from this. And with that being said, enjoy the show. I had to leave my baby just to get my mind right I do it for the thrill, I don't want that limelight I see my mama worried about me, shit is painful So I had to get it from another angle I do this shit so I ain't gotta flip pack no more Hot boy, I ain't moving like that no more I'm growing up, but I still got it left in me Just in case somebody wanna try testing me gotta stay And actually I wanna add one more thing Because I feel like this is a super important point super important point that I missed that really can tell the entire story of a man's life. So for one thing, experience, right? What has he experienced either from childhood, teenage years, adulthood that has shifted the way he thinks about vulnerability, love and relationships. And one of the things I forgot is if, say, for example, he he didn't receive a lot of love for whatever reason when he was growing up from mom, not from dad, um, not from whoever he was living with. And so because maybe of how he grew up, he just doesn't have that in him. Right. Or what if he did fall in love with a woman who completely, you know, destroyed his heart, right? And he never really recovered from it. Because the the biggest difference between men and women is though all although not scientifically proven, women's hearts has like 50 more layers than a man's heart. And it, and it really seems that way because no matter how many times women are heartbroken and no matter how that heartbreak comes, for the most part, somehow women find a way to give men another chance. Sometimes the same man. And I think that's in many cases, it's the same man. Because there's a certain level of comfortability that comes with that. And even if it isn't with the same man, you still find a way to give another man a chance. Right. And how you all do it is beyond me. I don't know how. But again, that's coming from a man's perspective. Right. So from a man's perspective. Our hearts are solid as far as we can provide love when our mindset is right, when our life is right. But it's fragile at the same time. Right. So we because we have pride 
connected to our hearts. We have ego connected to our hearts. And because not too many women in the world in general, unless some guy like some guys just love easily. But for the most part, most men don't just open their heart to the first woman who seems like she's worth it. it takes time. Like you have to dig through that initial layer to get to our hearts. And if you cracked, you crack that layer of our hearts. It could disrupt the entire way that we think about relationships and we almost will immediately lose that vulnerability. And it's that lack of, like I said, layers that can turn most men who would typically be considered good men to dogs. And it's not in many cases, you know, that that always happens, but it has a higher propensity to happen if if we don't heal from it properly. And I will say that most men do not heal from breakups properly. Women, you know, you have self-care. Men, we have self-care. Do we use it to our advantage when it comes to healing from things? Absolutely not. We just don't. We do dumb shit like go play PS4 forever or go to a strip club or just hang out with the homies. It's is not any actual credible way that we can go about a woman who broke our heart, messed up our ego, hurt our pride. There's no playbook for that. And just the fact to even admit that we are hurt is twice as hard. To to think that we let a woman get that close to us to affect us to this level where it pretty much shuts us down. And then that experience kills that vulnerability. And, and a lot of times it's going to take a lot to be able to even get back to that point. So that's kind of my fifth thing that I wanted to add is experience and heartbreak is another thing that can destroy a man's ability to be vulnerable. So men. How do we get to a, a healthy mental space to become more vulnerable, especially with women? How do we get there? And here's what I've learned. Now, this is just me speaking from, from personal experience. This is not me pulling from any stories. This is not me pulling from friends, other married couples that I know. This is just me. In my experience, I've learned that it is one thing for me to tell you about my past, right? The things that maybe are funny to me, you know, maybe my old sports stories when I played football, ran track, maybe some of the women I've been with like, oh yeah, we did this one crazy thing one time. That was crazy. It's one thing for me to talk about surface level items and then for you to listen and maybe you take note of those. Maybe you don't. It's a whole nother thing for me to talk about things that are close to my heart. And I realized that a woman who you genuinely have a great level of communication with typically doesn't feel that vulnerable. And what I mean by that is if you're talking to somebody that you're just not on a certain level of comfortability with, you don't feel inclined to share certain information. So you kind of keep it to yourself, right? 
But when you have a woman who just makes you feel like it's okay, right? And she's not pushy. She's not impatient. It literally just kind of seems like she's there to listen and laugh with you. That creates an environment where I don't feel like I'm being vulnerable. Because at this point, I respect her and I respect her opinion and I respect her approach that I don't feel like, you know, if I tell her this, there's going to be judgment. If I tell her this and I shed a tear, she's not going to be like, nigga, what you crying for? If I tell her this, she'll look at me exactly how she did prior to me telling her. And that comes from nothing that a woman can do. It's not you. Like I said, it's less about you and it's more about me. Because I'm sure women, you have stories out there where you have felt like maybe you had a great level of chemistry and compatibility and even communication with a guy and he still never opened up to you. You have to understand it had nothing to do with you. You literally could not have done any more. But it was more about him and how he felt. So men, getting to a point where we feel that way first starts with ourselves. Starts with security. Men, I'm sure you've heard this before. But insecurity is not sexy under any circumstance. Jealousy is a female trait. Don't don't exhibit that. And what I mean by being insecure is I'm talking about the guy who looks at another guy and, and be like, oh, yeah, this, he ain't nothing. Like what? Well, he got that out on God. Like nothing. Like I, look at me. Look at him. Huh? Like, really? Like all the women want me like, dude, you don't have to tell anybody anything about yourself. That's security. You don't have to explain anything. People will naturally feel your vibe. No one should get you wrong if you're not putting out anything that's incorrect. If me, I'm a mellow guy. I never really get too amped up. I'm chill all the time. No one will ever view me as insecure like, oh, wow. Yeah, he's talking about how he would doing what he would do and he ain't this and he ain't that. Nah, I'm just chill. And I, I kind of I, I lay back. I observe a lot of things. I pay attention to a lot of things. I stay to myself. I don't bother anybody. Very secure. A lot of guys have insecurities, especially when it comes to women. The thing is, you have to be secure with yourself. You have to understand that a lot of things about yourself you can't change, right? Like you can't change your height. You can't really change your personality. You know, you can't change immediately how much money you make, you know. Uh, so you, you have to understand what you can change, understand what you can't. That's the first level of security. Like if you a little chubby, you know, got a little gut. Guess what? I don't care if you're 45. I don't care if you're 56. Get your diet right. Hit the gym. You'll be all right. I mean, I have a six pack, but you'll probably look better than you do now. Right. And that's all it is. So. Fellas, learn to be secure with yourself. And in, in every aspect. Like, I don't care what it is. Sexually be secure. Like, if you know that, you know, you rocking with two, three inches or whatever it may be. Hey, man, listen. There's going to be some women that's going to say some stuff to you about it. Don't let it get to you. Understand that you can't change it. Be, be great at other things. Be great at everything that most other men, maybe with a 17-inch, know it don't exist, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway because some of y'all women be like, oh, yeah, give me that 17-inch. I can, I can, I don't know what I'm going to do with this canoe. 
give me the whole Titanic. I'm like, okay. All right, sit, sit down. Not on it. Just sit down by yourself in a corner. Turn around, face it. Don't talk to me. Like, that's what I want to say. But men, just be secure, man. Don't worry about other men. Don't worry about other women. Worry about yourself. Okay? Worry about yourself and your lady. Or your guy. And that's what you're into. Right? Like, happiness is happiness. Love is love. Wherever you find it, do your best to make sure that you're good first. Because when you are good, everything else kind of falls in place. So, ladies, how can you create that environment that I was talking about? First thing is, be yourself. Right? Sometimes you're going to click. And it's just going to be easy. And love is not hard. Relationship is what creates some of the difficulties that we focus on. Love itself should not be hard. And when it clicks, it's easy. So learn the difference between creating an environment that is going to be conducive for a man to be vulnerable with you versus just being yourself. Sometimes it'll be easy where you can just be yourself and that environment is naturally created. Other times, it may take a little bit of work, but not a ton, just a little bit. You know, understand his dynamics. Like I said, pay attention to the detail of who he is as a man and then create that environment. Understand when it's not good to talk to him. Understand that there's certain topics that are touchy that he just may not want to talk about. So when you come across those, allow that time, allow that patience. If it's supposed to get there, it'll get there and he'll do it on his own time. If it takes him three, four years and you're still waiting on that story, or you're still waiting on that level of openness to know that it, if that's what you're looking for, if that's what you need, if that's what you want to feel, then that's not it. There's another episode that I'm going to do about emotions and time. And that'll kind of talk about some of the things that I'm talking about now. And I keep saying, you know, patience, but I don't mean use patience as a sacrifice. I mean, use patience as time, because if you think about time, it's, it's, it's numbers. It's something that we can look at. In business, everything is numbers. We have something to project to. We have something to gauge off of. We have a benchmark or a baseline. And then based off that benchmark or baseline, we know where we are going. So when it comes to time, it should be looked at the same way. So understand time in relationships is important. In dating, in marriage, in relationships, and changes that have to happen. Time is important. And when you have to take emotions out of it, for the betterment of yourself, understand that once you set that time limit, that's it. So women, if you feel like you're with a man right now, that you're missing, like you don't know how, where you stand, how he feels, where you're going, talk to him. And you're like, I done tried to talk to him like 15 times. He don't say nothing. That's why I'm listening to the podcast right now. Get it. Now, let me talk to you about time. How long has it been? How long have you been waiting to understand where you stand? To understand where you're going. To understand how he feels. Now, keep in mind, I told you before in the intro episode, I don't give advice. I give perspective. Advice is something you can take with you and go implement it in your relationship. I don't want no part of that. So I'm going to give you perspective. Ladies, if you've been with a man for a certain amount of time, whatever time you deem that, and you feel like you still don't have the answers and you feel like you've been striving for him, you've been pulling for him, you've been pulling teeth, as they say, trying to get any, any kind of information about out of him when it comes to where you are in your relationship, where you're going, where you're staying, where you want to go. 
Do you want kids? Don't you want kids? You want to get this house? Are you going to get another job? Like you want to like what? All the questions that you have set a time limit. Look back on it. If you have been with them for a certain amount of time and you have not gotten that answer. Set a time limit. If you have kind of you're new in it, haven't really, you know, delved too deeply. Set a time limit. Now, make this realistic time limit. Don't be like, OK, OK, I hear you, Jarrell. I'm going to set seven years. And if after seven years, I'm like, well, listen, if you want to waste your time for seven years and still, you know, be sitting there. Wondering, thinking emoji, go for it. Do you. But if you want to actually get something substantial out of. Out of their relationship, out of where you're going for your own mental health, for your own betterment. Set that time limit. And just go from there. If that time has passed and you've already feel like it's been, you know, too long and it's not there, then it's not there. Easy for me to say, harder for you to do, to let that go. But at the same time, would you want to be in jail if you didn't have to be? Like, think about being in a relationship, like voluntarily going to jail. No one's like, hey, what? Y'all got some spaces open. Hey, well, show me these bars. And you just walk in and just like, hey, this ain't too bad. I don't know what they be talking about on, you know, 90 days in or whatever it's called, 60 days in. This is all right. Three meals a day. One hour out. I can get used to this. No one says that. So when you stay in a bad relationship, that's what you're doing. You're voluntarily walking in jail and staying there when you know that's that that's not where you want to be. You know that that's not where you're happy. You know that that's not where you're growing. When you're in jail for a reason, they give you your sentence and you have to serve that sentence. So they say five years and you get out on three with good behavior, then you know minimum you're doing three. There is no voluntarily walking out. No one's locked you in there. So understand the value of yourself. Understand where you want to go. Understand the clarification and the clarity that you're looking for first personally and in your relationship. And then you make the parameters on which you decide to continue or not to continue. Because I can't answer that for you. Your friends can't answer it for you. Your family can't. Your sisters and brothers can't. It's about you. And understand that a man that you've been with for a certain amount of time that isn't vulnerable with you, that just may not be his thing. And he may always remain in a certain level of certain level of vulnerability. And for some men, if you feel like there's glimpses of him being able to go to that level, then maybe you hold out. And maybe that he'll get there. But understand the difference between a man that is just set and a man that can go deeper. And then if he's just set, Understand if that's set enough for you to not settle. And if it's not settling, then be happy with the level of vulnerability that he is. If you want more and you know that's not what you want strictly, but more so that's what you need. then go find what you need. If that's in fact what you're looking for. So vulnerability is something that we all have to deal with. Having to be open to that certain level of attack or harm. But if you break love and emotions down to their most simplest form, we can never dive into those unless we open ourselves up 
to that harm or to that attack. It's scary. Humans and nature were innately built to remember all the negative things that happened to us. Survival in the most earliest forms, homo sapiens. When that saber toothed tiger came chomping up on our boy, we was like, oh no, I need to remember this so it doesn't happen to me again. So I don't open myself up to that level of vulnerability. But in love, we have to see that person coming. And we don't always know if it's a saber toothed tiger or if it's a, uh, you know, teddy bear that's wouldn't harm a fly. But without being open to that, we'll never know. So it's up to you to make that decision. Listen, guys, that's going to go ahead and conclude the episode today of men and vulnerability. Hope you guys took something away from it. If you did, feel free to uh, shoot me a DM, comment, tweet me. Um, I'd love to hear from you. If there's a topic that you want me to talk about, feel free to shoot that to me too. All the information will be in the uh, podcast notes. I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Next episode is going to be fun. If you're listening to this in the morning, hope you guys had a have a great day. If you listen to this at night, hope you had a great day. And as always, be great, people. Even when it's going down, I went through it, I would choose you.